Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Good morning. I, good morning. I can't say good morning. That sounds like a dick. <laughs> What's wrong? <with> you? <laughs> good, good morning. morning. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. The first few words of obscenities from Jeff Bird. Hello. <laughs> Self-effacing obscenity, I should say. I think that means it's all right. Oh yeah, I think it does actually. But, I mean, let's face it; it's also factual. So it um... is. It is. Nobody's going to argue <laughs> with that. Can I tell you where I've been this morning? I'm dead excited. Spain. <laughs> no. <laughs> where have you been? So I've been to, uh, you know, that you can do like little swimming classes for babies called water babies. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So I've taken the baby back to water babies, which I was really nervous about because... You've taken the baby okay. back. Taken <laughs> <Getting> her back. <laughs> When she was teeny tiny, she went and it was, you know, I mean, she wasn't very alert at it, but I was really panicking because she's obviously not been in a swimming pool for four months. And I was like, oh God, I'm going to be the parent there where she's kicking off and everyone else is going to be like dead well behaved and all that. Anyway, we had to change venue because they've got to be obviously socially distant and all that jazz and needed to go to a bigger swimming pool. So guess where the swimming pool was? Where? It was at... The Crown Hotel in Boroughbridge, where we recorded one of our very first podcasts. No. No way. Yeah. With the lorries outside. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I remember that so fondly. I know. Do you remember that? God, that was about a year ago when we did that. Do you remember? God, yeah. God, yes. Oh, I bet the listeners are loving this trip down memory lane. Oh, <laughs> we had a lovely little drive down, Steph. That was lush. Oh, I know. Do you know what? It was lovely to be back there. And it made me realise why I love doing this podcast so much. Why? I love the... Chef, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you not tell I'm in a good happy mood where I'm going to be showering yes, I can. everyone with love? Because I'm going to be loving love today. Oh. I'm going to take on. God, finally. Yeah. <laughs> I really loved it because honestly, I thought she was going to kick off and she didn't. And I was just so over the moon that she wasn't like screaming and everyone was looking at me thinking how much of a bad parent I am. <laughs> Never. Is that your default attitude when you're in public with her? Yeah, it is though, because, and also, especially because sometimes I get recognised, you can see people going, ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Steph off the telly, bad parent. Oh, that must be really hard, actually. <laughs> well, it's all right. Anyway. Water off a duck's back, eh? Yeah, literally. Well, not literally, uh, you're not a duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff. Any, anyway, I've still got me cosy on. 
Have you? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't had time to change, so that's not good for you. Bits. Bits. <laughs> I tell you what, though, was a shock. Obviously, putting a like a bather back on <laughs> neglected areas. <laughs> tell you what. Oh no, you had to shave your legs in that. Exactly. Oh, God. It took three days to wade through that hair. <laughs> a friend of mine, going back 20 years or more, but a friend of mine called Hannah, she took her little uh, baby to a swimming baths. And after she got out and she was in the showers and she was chatting to this nice old woman and uh, she spotted in the corner of her eye that a little one had done a poo. So she, she had to hold, hold the eyeline of this woman while forcing the uh, poo <laughs> down the drain with her foot. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just run and admit it and say look my little one's had an accident i'm gonna get this cleaned up properly oh, she was no. squidging it down with her foot oh, oh, but that's no. probably because she had that that kind of parent fear that you have where you think oh god i'm gonna be judged and and uh or and my friend's little one the other day um uh, my friend was chatting to this elderly lady who clearly hadn't had chance to talk to many people they were out on one of the walks when it was locked down and um this elderly lady was asking lots of questions and uh, my friend's daughter who's three obviously hadn't been out of the house much either and and just turned to this woman this elderly woman and said can you shut up I'm out to play and my friend just absolutely died like what do you do in that situation it was horrendous what can you do I love kids I know they say it how it is, don't they? The the running joke in my house from my little boy is he keeps pointing to my tummy and saying, Mum, you've had too many burgers this lockdown. <laughs> but we dropped him <laughs> off this morning to my parents' house. He's going to stay there for a few days because we're working full time. He's a little bit bored. It's the summer holidays and there's hardly anything open. So I got a phone call from my dad before saying, Hey, Claire, he said, he's just told me that I've, I'm fat and I'm eating too many burgers. <laughs> <gasps> I've ate too many burgers in lockdown and I was like oh don't take it personally it's been the joke he's been saying to me but actually oh. my dad's like I think I have you know I think look at myself I think I am a bit fat I might have to do oh, something about it he's fat shaming your dad I know I was like dad have a convo with him and say to him actually whilst that's quite funny <laughs> that could be quite hurtful and especially if it was said to the wrong person yeah the thing is, though, there's a, that's, there's a really special relationship between grandparents and the kids, isn't there? So I left the baby, me and my partner left the baby with my parents over the weekend, like our first few nights away from the baby. And honestly, I rang up one morning and said to my mum, how's it going? And she was like, oh, yeah, really well. I said, did she uh, sleep, you know, did she sleep all right in the night? Yeah, yeah. I said, oh, my God. Did she sleep through then from 7pm until 7 the next morning? She went, oh, no. She got up at 9 until midnight. And I was like, oh, God. And what, what happened? Was she crying? Because that's really unusual. And she went, oh, no. She watched The Shining with me and your dad. <laughs> I said, The Shining. <laughs> I went, Mom, The Shining. As in the horror movie. She went, yeah. She really Stop. enjoyed it because it's got kids in. <laughs> what, the two little ones? Yes. Peddling up and down the corridors. Red rum, red rum, oh red rum. What? <laughs> that is hilarious. Can you believe that? that? Is, that's another level of parent in that. I know. And I put it out on Twitter, actually, and got loads of comedy grandparent comments. And basically, one grandparent said to me that, hey, our fee for looking after grandkids is we can do whatever the hell we like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, enough about all that. Shall we chat uh, about Kate Blanchett, who's been nominated for an Emmy, Jeff? <laughs> Look at that. I like to take some credit. I think this podcast, talking about her last week, has put her back in the public eye. <laughs> The judges, the judges may have been wavering, and then they heard the chat last week and thought, Do "You know what? Maybe it's Claire's. T- uh, maybe it's uh, Kate's turn this year." <laughs> you can't even remember a name now, Jeff. You've moved on that quick. You saw an email call. popped up, and it was from somebody called Claire. <laughs> well, what are you looking at? Your email popped up in the corner. There is nothing fickle about my affection for Kate Blanchett. Just in case she's listening, can I just put it out there? <laughs> I am steadfast and true, Kate. <laughs> So this week, guys, so you know we've been doing... Like... Oh, is that it about Kate Blanchett? I was just settling in. <laughs> yeah, we're not going on about oh, her again. I mean, Jeff, we can't just dedicate this to your love exactly. life. Exactly. It's, it's not exactly my love life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know how we've been doing loads of stories from listeners about job interviews and getting jobs? Yes. I wanted to round it off now with some job application stories. Very good. Because we've had some crackers on that. So I'm going to start with Mark. So Mark says, when an Australian colleague of mine first moved to the UK, he included under the qualifications section, certificate in dogging. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Now, this obviously raises a few eyebrows in interviews so what was the job for? Well, I'm not telling you. I want you to guess based on if someone's got a certificate in dogging. Wait, it's not. He's going for a veterinary job of some sort. Is that it too obvious? So. A bit too literal? <laughs> Do you know what dogging is, Jeff? Yes, but I'm presuming that he's not going to put that down as a certificate that he's got, is he? No. <laughs> well, I found out what a dogger is for you. Uh, a dogger in Australia is a person who uses techniques under the selection or inspection of lifting gear to safely sling a load or direct a crane. So there you go. That is what a dogger is. But can you imagine people reading a certificate in this country going, uh, okay, wow, this guy's got a certificate in dogging. <laughs> they do it differently in Australia. <laughs> wow, there. I do like that. I like the idea that things don't translate culturally and that you can end up in a right old pickle on your uh, job applications. Yeah, and also you can just misunderstand things as well. So um, somebody else messaged us saying, I once applied for an IT software apprenticeship. One of the questions on the online application was, what languages are you confident in? I reeled off the five plus international languages I spoke and sent my application. It later dawned on me, it was asking about computer coding languages. I bet whoever read it had a right laugh. Yeah, but you'd you'd bring them in anyway. If they can speak five languages. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could speak more than one language. Well, you can. You speak Geordie (laughs) and English. That's not a language. (laughs) Hang on, let me just check on Duolingo. That's the official register of languages, (laughs) isn't it? If it's on there, it's a language. Hang on, here we go. There's a little owl. (laughs) Why I, it says. What's that mean? Why I. Yeah, I could talk all day about the Geordie dialect. I could, I tell you, I love it. Oh, no, the tune of Lost Again, like, what does that mean? Oh, Jeff, that's hurtful. (laughs) Give us your favourite phrase. Oh, favourite. It's it's not my favourite phrase, but Gannon doing the tune's going to be the most popular, surely. Jeff, do you understand what she said? She is Gannon doing the tune. Excellent. Écoutez et répétez. What? <laughs> do you not remember that from school? You had to listen to the tapes, the French tapes. Écoutez et répétez. Oh, yes, 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 I do. 
Ganon Dune the Tune. Ganon Dune the Tune, something which I haven't done very much of recently. My favourite phrase up in the northeast is shy burns getting out. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I literally, I get so many emails when people want me to do stuff and they always put that at the bottom. <laughs> shy burns getting out. I know this is a bit <laughs> cheeky, but shy burns getting out. Love it. <laughs> Which means, Claire, can you translate for us? Oh, it just means you've just got to ask for it. Why not? Yeah, just go for it. Why not? Just ask. Are you more inclined to say yes to people who say it, Steph? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, it does definitely help. If it does. people put in a bit of... <laughs> like, did I ever tell you about the time I got an email from a charity? Because obviously I get asked to help charities all the time. And I definitely do when I can. But um, one that really stood out to me was an, an email that had been sent from uh, the Teesside Dementia Link Services. And the guy who sent it had written it two versions of the email. So he sent me one in BBC speak and one in Borough speak. Brilliant. And the Borough speak was the funniest email I think I've ever read in my life because it was just really funny Borough terms and saying like, our Tracy will look after the kids if you want to pop down the shop. You know, it was just like really funny. And then the BBC one was like, we would be really uh, honoured if you could help blah, blah, blah. And, and just... I ended up mentioning it on the one show. I, I was on the one show that same day and we ended up with me reading out part of this email because it was just so, so funny. And it worked. It got the it got that charity some national exposure on That's the one show. Brilliant. And, I think someone yeah. who yeah, you've just got to stand out a little bit, haven't you? It's a bit like applying yeah. for a job. If you do something yeah, different, exactly. you could yeah, it's good. But that can go wrong though, can't it? You know, like I've seen some job applications where people have put like photos of themselves on trying to look cool and you just think oh man they look like a knob or you know just I put in for a startup coordinator job once and um as part of the startup I did a business plan I took it to the interview <laughs> for the crack did you so you basically presented them with a business plan of why they should take yeah well it was all about helping startups it was all about helping people oh, start up their business that's and really stuff. Creative. yeah it was really fun I think in the end they couldn't accept it they were like it's really funny really good but we can't it's not really something we can mark you on yeah. but it was good crack. I know because yeah. it's all tick box yeah it that's is. the annoying thing yeah, isn't it it's it like is. someone can come in and do something creative and you haven't got a box to tick for that yeah. bit so therefore yeah, you can't count it. Jeff, you're very quiet. Are you all right, love? Have we lost you? Well, appropriately enough, because I was just thinking, I, I agree that you've got to stand out and stuff. And I do like the shy bairns getting out phrase. I think it's lovely. But I also was a shy bairn myself. Very shy. And so I think there's also, you know, it's it's a little bit tragic that shy bairns getting out. It's like the, the, the other saying, the squeaky, oh. it's the squeaky um, wheel that gets the oil and, you know, for all the shy people out there who are watching all the bloody noisy wheels, squeaky wheels and the and the non-shy bands getting everything, uh, it's, you know, this is opening up old wounds. Oh, God, that has made me feel incredibly sad. I know. Should we leave it there? <laughs> yeah, let, let, I mean, yeah, let's leave it there. I mean, I would say, though, you can't be that shy because you're on a national podcast. I mean... Actually, an international podcast, as we discovered last as week. As we discovered. Hey, yes, yeah. Well, I'm not so shy anymore, or maybe this is a cover for that. But, you know, so many people are actually shy. The vast majority of people are quite yeah. shy in, in, in different ways. And it, and it is quite tricky. I don't know. This is this is meant to be a comedy podcast. I don't know what we're doing here, but, you know. No, but um, I think a lot of people who are listening who might be shy might be totally, like, agreeing with you and yeah. whoop-whooping you, or whatever the shy equivalent is of whoop-whooping. It's a well done. 
<laughs> but but the thing is, when you enter that field and you're trying to get the job, coming back to job applications, you know, shy burns do get now. So you have to kind of try and make yourself stand out in a way that really comes unnatural to you. Mm. Anyway, back to the back to the humour. <laughs> Here's one way to stand out in a job application. Mark says, I was interviewing someone for a promotion to a business banking manager in a high street bank. On his CV, he'd highlighted his skills and competencies. And one was attention to detail. But he'd spelt it A-T-T-E-N-S-H-U-N. Attention. Oh, no. That would, that would not butter any parsnips in my oh, world, no. I'm afraid. I know. Oh, spell no. check. Why don't people spell check or or get someone to proofread it for you? Or exactly. do it yourself. Oh. I sometimes think people haven't had them haven't done them themselves and someone's dropped them in it deliberately. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Jackie says she had an application form from a young lad and on the question which asked use five words to describe yourself, he said, I am a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there may be a shy bairn who's done a lovely little uh, application there. Yeah. I am a nice person. What more yeah. do you need to know? <laughs> I like that because it's very literal. It's he very literal. used five words to describe himself. Very literal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a longer story for you now from Kat. Um, Kat sent us an email. She said, hi, Steph, Claire and Jeff. Absolutely love the podcast. It has me in stitches. Oh, I feel like I have to read ones that say that because, you know. Because uh... shy bairn's getting out. <laughs> We get so few of them. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kat. So, Kat said, when I graduated uni, I applied for a job in a rather large government service. And on the application form, they asked for my weight. What? Now, she's put four exclamation marks after that. As the job was an admin role, and I couldn't see how the size of my arse had any bearing as to whether <laughs> I could input data, I left it blank. So... Kat got asked to an interview, and after the usual, why do you want this job, from the rather stocky male interviewer, he then asked about the blank weight question on my form. No. I explained my thinking, and he kept pushing and insisted that I just put something. Again, I explained that it was irrelevant to my ability to do the job. I mean, if I was a pilot, I'd understand. But admin, with three question marks... Eventually, he said, "Okay, <laughs> let's just put something and asked how heavy I was last time I weighed. You're joking. I told him to put seven. <laughs> this is shocking, isn't it? I told him to put seven stone brackets. I was clearly more than double that. Laughing, he kept pushing the inch issue. So I said, if he felt that my weight was so important to an admin role, I was clearly not right for the job. And the fact that he was asking was discrimination. And I walked out simultaneously, very cross and amused that I'd annoyed the slimy pig. Two days later, I was offered the job and another one that was much better. I took great pleasure in turning that slimy pig down. Really? That is... I mean, I don't think I'd want to fill in weight on my job application either, especially as, you know, Kat no. points out, it's totally irrelevant to whether you can no do the relevance. job or not. Are you, even, are you even allowed to ask that? Well, probably not these days, but, I mean, I don't know when this was, but still... No, you, you don't ask about weight. You can, legally, you can ask some questions if it really does link to the job and there's a there's a genuine reason for the ask but wait mm. no it's shocking. shocking i mean slimy pig bog off we're not happy here on this podcast with you i mean what would you do claire if you were asked that oh, i'd do exactly the same as she did i'd skip it mm. jeff 
you're in a corner, aren't you? You know, you stand to lose the chance to get the job, to earn the money. and But you really want to make a stand and say, no, hang on, you can't ask these kind of questions. I mean, it's not a job for some a bloody hot air balloon pilot, is it? It doesn't have any bearing on it. So you want to make your mark and say, get stuffed. But at the same time, people are desperate, you know, mm-hmm. particularly at the minute with bloody 3,000 people going for every job. I know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I don't know is the answer. I hate to say it, but every chance I'd probably tell them. You know. I'd probably write non-applicable. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but then if they push you in the interview, what do you do? Push them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anyone pushes in the interview, they're getting pushed back by Claire. <laughs> I just, I was just like, that. if they throw a pen at her. And and as she's boasted in the past, she's never gone for a job interview that she didn't get. (laughs) How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, I've got some funny ones for you. Um, so do you remember we had that one last week about the fellow who went for the ghost hunting? Um, I do, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so someone on Twitter says they interviewed someone once who, when they were asked uh, what about the job interested them, the person uh, who was applying for the job replied, she didn't really know anything about the job, but based her application on the fact she had some connection with the building. Connection with the building? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, she felt she had a connection with the building, so that's why she what, applied. She, like, that's what she based her application on. Some what, weird connection. What, a kind of psychic connection with the yeah. bricks? Or like some kind of feng shui, I don't know. And she'd been called to work there somehow. Yeah. Chris I've, says... Can I just my, ask, have, have yeah, either sorry. of you felt any kind of psychic connection with the building? No. Well, I think I'm on the buildings. Titanic. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think in another life I was on the Titanic. What? 
How have I known you all Honestly, these when years? I watched that how, film, how I just you felt not... a weird connection with it. To the Titanic? The sinking Titanic? Yeah. To, to be more particular then, it's the film. No, that, I that think like that film roused something in me. It roused something in you. No, <laughs> Steph, you have walked into this one. You've, something's been roused. Bloody hell, I hope the Daily Express have, have licked their pencil today because they're going to get some column inches out of this. I know. Can we guess what the headline would be for this? It'll be something like... That sinking feeling or, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sinking psychic feeling. <laughs> Steph's lost the plot, basically. Steph's lost her career. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... It'll be something like X... BBC Breakfast Star reveals past life, life on Titanic before. No, life after death on Titanic. No, uh, I mean, I just I've known you a long, long time, and this is a little bit of a shock. <laughs> I know. I've well, never there's told a reason anyone for that. Is... <laughs> TV hotshot takes the plunge with revelation about former life tragedy. Yes, on Titanic. You'd have to get the word Titanic in the headline. Reveals funny feeling about titanic anyway what see, this you? is the thing about this is the thing about people who always think that they've had a formal life it's never you know i had a formal life and i ran a i ran a flower shop and then i retired and yeah and then i potted about and then i died it's always oh i was on the titanic or you know oh i was napoleon it's never i was bob anyway steph not to undermine you tell us more i'm, I'm yeah. fascinated stuff the podcast tell us more stuff the theme well no i just honestly i just whenever i read about mm-hmm. the titanic or you know when i've been to like where the shipyard is and belfast and things and have you been I to the museum yeah have yeah and then yeah and i just feel like an overwhelming sense of just something That's you know mad. maybe i had a relative on there maybe i was one of the rats on that ship you know in a former life who As knows if you weren't up on the top deck with all the hoi polloi yeah that, that's really interesting <laughs> well that so, is interesting uh, i have to say it's a bit odd but it's interesting and, mm-hmm. and the first time i was ever asked to irish dance on the telly was when i was reenacting the scene from the Titanic when Kate Winslet... Oh, I had a funny dream about Kate Winslet the other day oh, as well. Uh, but, oh, my uh, God, it's all, it's all coming back. Anyway, I mean, this is really irrelevant to job applications, unless, of course, I was going for a job at the Titanic Museum, which... No, 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 this, I wanna, this, is, this is ace. Maybe you should do a documentary. Have you ever have you taken it further? Have you ever spoken to anyone about it? I've never actually told anyone before because I'm very aware of how it might make me look. It's all right. There's only five people listening. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in Austria and Kenya and... <laughs> yeah, Greece. And, and is there any kind of terror that comes with it? Well, yeah. I mean, I do have a, a deep-rooted fear of drowning, which is ironic given I, I took my daughter swimming this morning. But, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that's because I wanted to be able to swim. I wanted to have that life skill so that should she come a cropper on a massive, you know, cruise liner in the middle of uh-huh. <laughs> in the middle of the sea, she'll be all right. <laughs> she'll be all right. She went to Aquatots. <laughs> what <Yeah>. babies. <laughs> it's, I wouldn't be able to save her. Bless. I always worry about this. I'm scared of sharks, irrationally. Have you ever, have you ever seen one? Yeah. Where? In South Africa. We honestly, we've got parents have got no idea where it came from. I don't know. I've always been. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Did you watch Jaws with your grandparents when you were little? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, honestly, we, we, I don't think I've saw Jaws all the way through. I couldn't watch it. I watched The Shining with my grandparents, and every time I <laughs> <laughs> red rum. Whenever I see a really 
bad 70s carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Again, to conniptions. I've never seen The Shining. Oh, Steph, this is fascinating. Did you I get in a lifeboat? Back you know? to job application. Did you survive? What? Did you survive? Did you get in a lifeboat? I can't have, can I? Because I'm here now in another life, so I can't have survived. Yeah, well, you might have survived and then died in the interim. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's that's for a different podcast, I think. I bet we could go really deep with this. We could go really deep with it. Oh, man, you're just bringing out the terrors in me now, Claire. <laughs> oh, I think, we're, I think we're getting to the nitty-gritty. I think you've had a flashback and realised yeah. that you kicked a couple of kids out of the way to get onto the lifeboat. <laughs> and do you know what? If I see a cube of ice, honestly, it sends shivers down me. Right, job applications. Oh, yes. Um, I've, got, I've got three more to tell you. But quite short. Chris says, my first big job away from home after moving to Newcastle. Good on you, son. I applied for a job as a conference and banqueting manager. And he names the hotel. I'm not going to. I said on my application form I could speak French. Of course, the guy who was interviewing me was French. You can imagine how it ended. It set in cauchemar. He didn't get the job, did he? Of course not. Why the bloody hell would you write down that you could... It's How easy is that to test? I write... I can speak French. What... I mean, you can, you're bound to come a cropper there. It's yeah. not like you've written that you can you can speak Navajo. <laughs> yeah, but Jeff, listen to this one. This is class. This is one of my favourite ones, right? Uh, this is Luke on Twitter, interesting name. I had an aunt who, in her application form, said she was keen on athletics, particularly the 100 metres. In the interview, they asked her what time she could do 100 metres in, and she said... <laughs> Ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> How old was she? Uh, Do I know? don't know, but it was oh, a man, so. <laughs> Brilliant. Imagine sitting there thinking, I've seen it on the telly, I've seen it on the telly. Uh, uh. <laughs> what does that Usain Bolt do it in? Uh, <laughs> Linford Christie, what can he do it in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a silly one to lie, That's isn't it? Brilliant. I, I know, that. but isn't that great? Because obviously, I bet that was just a kind of a side thing on her application. Like, what are your pastimes? You know, yeah, oh, yeah. I quite like athletics. Yeah, and then it sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah, and they pull you up on it. It's a bit like when people put reading on their application, you know, and or they put something and you don't ever expect to be asked about it, do you? Because it's kind no. of just like, a, oh, yeah, blah. <laughs> That's a canny interviewer, I think. That's why you shouldn't lie. <laughs> I know. And be funny if they said, go on then, get up and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just don't lie. No, no. Um, Sarah says, straight out of uni, uh, due to her ability to write a very convincing cover letter, she got offered an interview for a job, which honestly, she says, was out of her reach. Unfortunately, she says, verbal me is nowhere near as smooth and coherent as the written version of her. And the interview (laughs) did not go brilliantly. In the awkward follow up phone call, I made the mistake of asking for feedback and was told. Oh, no. I know. And guess what she was told? Well, we were very disappointed at how different you are in person to on paper. We were expecting much more. There's constructive criticism. And then there's that. Oh, that's awful. I know feedback. we're all meant to be talking about stuff and feeding back and all that and, and learning from our mistakes. But if you've been rejected from something, don't ask for feedback, please. You're just asking for another kick in the teeth. Oh, I know, oh. but sometimes it's I know, helpful. but it does help. I know it it's does, helpful. Uh, but... It does help uh-huh, constructively. Yeah, if you've got any kind of self-esteem, it, you might be able to ride those bumps. But for those of us that lack in that department, oh, you know, no. you've, you've missed out on the job. And then to be told that you're just crap. And that's why you didn't get it. Oh, man. 
I mean, oh, they're, no, meant, they're meant to be a bit more constructive than that. But do you know what I hate? I hate it when that feedback is, you were so close, but you just got pipped to the post by someone else. That's the most useless feedback it's useless, ever in the it? world. It's so annoying. So annoying. <laughs> you were just pipped to the post by the person who was prepared to tell us their weight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Um, hey. Listen, I've got, you know, I had like a miscellaneous category of... Um, things from all these job interviews and job applications and uh mm-hmm. you know work mistakes and all that i'm just going to quickly read you a couple of them because uh they're, they're they're very funny so michael says he was once interviewing a seven-month pregnant applicant who very loudly broke wind accidentally she <gasps> apologized and said the baby's been doing it all day once we stopped laughing we gave her the job it was a sign of good things to come oh that's canny <laughs> isn't it yeah <laughs> another one uh, Glenn says I had an interview for a department store in my early 20s the HR lady who gave the interview had just finished her lunch as she asked me her second question oh this is rank a piece of food flew from her mouth and landed on my top lip and it sat there until the interview ended because you couldn't do anything could you you wouldn't want to draw attention to it so you'd just leave it there but as soon as it lands on your lip, you think, I've got this job. I'm in. Oh, or maybe you think, oh, no, there's no way they're going to give me the job because they're not going to want to look at me every day knowing that That's we shared that moment. a little bit oh, oh, do you know that? Um, do you remember David Bellamy, the big yeah, yeah. environmentalist yeah. guy? He once spat in my eye Oh, as a oh. kid. When I was a little kid, he was doing a talk at this wildlife centre thing. Shrubbery department. <laughs> and he um, he was quite a talker. And he um, spat in my eye. That was his trademark though, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and Roy Hattersley, you would have a spit off on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sandra says, I was once doing an interview and the candidate arrived and promptly asked if he could take his teeth out for the interview. He then whipped his false teeth out and we interviewed him with his false teeth on the table. What? <laughs> no, he didn't get the job. Oh, God. <laughs> and then oh my, God. my final one for you, Gavin. I was being interviewed at a long boardroom table across from three people on the 35th floor of a Canary Wharf tower. So this is in the city of London, isn't it? Halfway through the questioning, I poured myself a glass of ice water and took a gulp of the water from my glass. I realised I'd accidentally ended up with a large ice cube in my mouth. Oh, that's bringing me back to the Titanic days. (laughs) As it slowly froze my mouth and teeth, I had to decide which was best, to eat it and commit to crunching ice, to swallow it and most likely choke, or to plop it back into the glass. Which one do you think he did? Chewed it. I'd have put it in my cheek. (laughs) <laughs> look like a little oh, hamster no, maybe take it yeah, out have a big lump on one side and then start talking like <laughs> but it was freezing his mouth and teeth if you've got any fillings you'd be stuffed with a big ice cube in your mouth yeah oh. Oh. I think I'd just get, get up and walk out and say it's over isn't it oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> Claire what would you do I'd probably take it out yeah. Discreetly. I would stand yeah. up and leave, and before I left, I'd say, in a former life, I was really good at interviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gavin plopped it back into the glass. They noticed, bizarrely, he got the job. Hey. Hey. Well, there you go, yeah. So there you go. Uh, that is, I mean, we've still got a ton more. 
Actually, I'm going to tell you one more because this is just a daft one. So Marion said she was working for Bernardo's. She was interviewing a colleague for, for people to do some telephone recruiting for the annual House to House campaign. We interviewed one lady who was a little bit eccentric, slightly odd. At the end of the interview, she rummaged around in a rather large shopping bag that she had with her and brought out two Brussels sprouts. She gave us one each. I guess we both looked a little bit bemused, but as she went out of the door, she looked back and said... That's to make sure you remember me. Oh, how interesting. That's yeah. a brave move, isn't it? It is a brave move. I mean, I don't like Brussels sprouts. No, I know, but it, it's that thing that Jeff mentioned about how do you make people remember you and yeah. something quirky. Like you go in with a business plan, Claire, to your interview. Mm-hmm. This lady went in with a Brussels sprout. Well, two of them, actually. One for each interviewer. Interesting. Interesting choice of vegetable, though. Yeah, it is. Claire yeah. says it's so many negative connotations. I love a Brussels sprout, but I believe that a lot of people don't like them. So you're giving them something they don't want, really want. But it's got a Christmas connotation as well, hasn't it? So like happy times, giving. This is a charity, Bernardo's. Maybe this is like mm-hmm. yeah. So there we go. A sweet. I'd maybe go a sweet. In a nice wrapper, a quality street. But then you might not remember that. You'd remember if you got a nice quality street <laughs> yeah. from somebody. Depends which one it was. What colour are we going? Well, I love Quality Street. Oh, I haven't had Quality Street in ages. I go... Strawberry cream well, all the way. I, in that instance, <gasps> I go sw- strawberry, strawberry cream. cream. Strawberry cream? Are we all strawberry creamers? Yes. No, no, no. I wouldn't choose it. But if I was in that or situation the and you wanted to make an impact, it's it's the big impact chocolate among the Quality Street chocolates is what I'm saying. I don't think it is. I think the triangle is. You know, the pyramid you want. I think that well, that's the one you want to oh, eat. Oh, that's nice. That's the one you yeah. want to eat. No, but if you want no. To- Other way around, Jeff. I'd want to eat the strawberry cream, but I'd want to be given the pyramid because that's got more punch. Yeah, but you think you sank on the Titanic in a former life, so you've lost all credibility. (laughs) Maybe the pyramid reminds me of the iceberg tip. Was it green? Oh, that's Steph. Honestly, I think you might need to speak to someone. I am. I'm you. You two are me. If you don't realise that that's the whole point of this podcast, that's why we've done how many hours now? just therapy. Like 22, 23 hours of podcast. So it's just free therapy? Yeah. Interesting. That's what I was encouraged to do. And now I need a break from it, if I'm honest. So I'm actually going to call it a day on the, the podcast for a bit. Is that all right? I mean, I think your work <laughs> has been done. I finally told you my story what about my former life on the Titanic. And that's it. That's it. That's we're dumped. We're dumped. We're dumped, Claire. Does this mean we get a summer holiday? Yeah, Yay, that's we're what done. we're going to do. We're going to have yeah, summer holiday. that brings it on nicely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when you come back, can you be dressed in, in themed Titanic wear and we continue the therapy? Well, what the hell is themed? <laughs> like, what, throw water over myself before I start <laughs> something recording? Like, something like that. The ice bucket challenge. <laughs> or, <laughs> so, or, I don't know, just what whatever Kate Winslet was wearing. <laughs> I'd love to look like Kate. <laughs> well, I can't even say a name. That's how much I'd like to look like. I'm coming as Leonardo. Oh, God. You'd make a good Leonardo. Leonardo. Paint me like <laughs> one of your French girls. Um, right. <laughs> Kate Blanchett wasn't in it, was she? No, Kate Blank- Blanchett wasn't in it, no. Kate Blanchett? No. <laughs> Actually, if I could look like anyone in the world, I'd want to look like Kate Blanchett. You look like Princess Diana. I get told I look like her all the time, especially when I'm Yeah, you definitely do. So, so we're having a summer holiday. Yeah, summer holidays, out of office on, So, but you can still send us your stories, not bad for a Monday at hotmail.com. We'll probably come back in September, obviously, depending on the birth of uh, Claire Waters, the plant's second child. So, yeah, we'll keep you posted. But we're going to still <laughs> still put stuff online, aren't we? And we want to hear your stories. If you fancy covering for us, if you fancy doing our work over the summer, 
record yourself <laughs> telling so your favourite stories that have happened to you or your mates or whoever. Just on your phone. And we'll put them out. Such a good idea. Just pop it on your phone, record it and send it in. And yeah. then we'll put it on social media and stuff, if it's funny. And it can either be a video or if you don't fancy showing yourself like Claire, she hates video stuff, then just do voice. <laughs> Shy Ben's getting out. Yeah, send us a little voice note. That'd be so fun. I'd love to hear some of those. That'd be brilliant. Can I yeah. just ask you, though, is there a better... When you work in an office, is there a better feeling than putting you out of oh, office on? so good. And you're right. Sorry, I'm going to be away on holiday for two weeks. And then your house gets You know what's, it, what's even better, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. When you go on maternity leave? <gasps> That's yeah. the ultimate. I did a paternity leave thing. Did I mean, you? I went, yeah, I did three months. Yeah. Three, oh, that's good. Brilliant. Three months. I didn't that's get paid. Brilliant. It was back in the... Oh, didn't uh, you not? I know paternity pay is not all ago. that great, is it? I was a pioneer. You can do half and half now, which is good. I know, yeah, it was before that, yeah. Got paid now, but it was worth it. Brilliant. But yeah, no better feeling than putting that on. School's out for summer. Is that how that song goes? I don't know. It's more your era, Jeff, than mine. I don't know. Uh, it's school's out for summer, school's out forever. So if you want to have another go at it, Steph, be a pair of you. One, two, three. School's out for Claire, Claire, summer. Claire, Claire, come on, Claire. No, do you know what, Jeff? I'm, You're a brilliant I'm... singer. We've had it with the Newcastle Wobbly song. <laughs> come on. Yeah, let's come on. Oh, we're not... You are not Try getting do... anything. That is not Right, come happening. on, do do the no. email. And an N and a T. No, and an N and a T. No, oh, and, an <laughs> and an N and an O and a T and a B and an A and a D. Is that how it goes again? No. Yeah, it. but I think you've got to get it more in rhyme. An N and, a, an N and an O and a T and a B and an oh, A yeah, and a D. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Right. After one, three together, that, everyone. One, two, three. And an N and an O and a T and a B and an A and a D and an F and an O and an R and an F and an O and an R and an I and a D and an A and an O and a Y. Jesus, the both of you. Hotmail.com. Right, see you later, guys. Have a brilliant summer, everyone. Have a lovely summer. Everyone, have a great summer. Keep September. Yeah, keep sending us your stories. Uh, Steph and the pilot, please work hard on trying to make them ones that I can broadcast. Uh, Stefan, <laughs> keep sending stories, it's brilliant. Yeah, and thank oh. you to everyone so far who sent us cracking stories. We love you and we will talk to you again very soon. But do send us ideas for themes you want us to cover as well. Not bad for a Monday at hotmail.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Thanks, everyone. Au revoir. Been Lush. And Steph. Keep away from the cruise ships, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Love you. See you later. Have a good summer, guys. Bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.